Welcome to Friday and episode 464 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and it's the end of the week. obvious? Well, to a certain generation, if you mention the professional system, an image of a car crashing in slow motion through a plate glass window with Lewis Collins and Martin Shaw running up and down council estates, guns drawn, shouting 4-5 to base, would spring to mind. For a whole other section of that generation, with impeccable musical taste, former Sex Pistols Paul Cook and Steve Jones, along with Ray McVie and Paul Myers, were the ones kicking down the doors. Although the band had initially started out as a trio, with Andy Allen on bass. That lineup was responsible for the Sex Pistols Silly Thing and Lonely Boy, with Allen as a session musician. An album was recorded, but with Andy's departure and the recruitment of the aforementioned Ray and Paul, it was shelved and re-recorded with the new four-piece lineup, only seeing the light of day as a limited edition in 1990. For me, the chances of the professionals reforming were nil. I bumped into Paul Cook at the uh, Glenn Macklock Slim Jim Phantom and Earl Slick gig at Stamford Bridge back in August last year and told him, forget about the pistols and to reform the professionals. Obviously, I wasn't the only one whispering in his ear. As the end of June this year, a picture was shared on Facebook saying, what's all this then? The picture showed Cook, Myers and a partial McVie and former Yo-Yos and Loyalties man Tom Spencer. With an official Facebook page, it looked like the professionals, minus Steve Jones, were back. Now, I have a theory on Tom's placement. I think it was at Ginger's Birthday Bash 2010, maybe 2011, where Ray McVie, Paul Cook, along with Tom, were some of the special guests and played, if memory serves me well, pretty vacant and silly thing together. The professionals manager, 2015, I believe he's Gav who we all know was one time Ginger's manager. Was this where the seed was planted, along with both Paul's playing with Subway Sec in 2012? Anyway, on the 28th of July, while scrolling through my Facebook page on my phone, what did I spy? A gig, not any gig, but the professionals at the 100 Club on the 16th of October. The phone was carefully put down before I ran from the living room to the dining room where the computer was already fired up and booked tickets. A lot of people were very vocal in the, no Steve Jones, then I'm not going, with ticket sales reflecting this by being rather slow. Once people had got over themselves and realised three quarters of the band is better than no band, the 100 Club show sold out within a month of going on sale. With only one album to their name, even if Universal has just released a three-CD box set that includes both albums, Peel Session, The Sham Pistols and Ladies and Gentlemen, the fabulous Stain soundtrack, the 100 Club set was going to be limited. Obviously, I didn't see it coming, is played in full, apart from all the way, with the Pistols Silly Thing and the Velvet Underground's White Light, White Heat, featuring opening minstrel Eddie Tudor Pole, with the Boys in Blue finishing things off. 
Since the gig, reaction has been split, with some claiming it was fantastic and then Tom did a sterling job filling in Jones's shoes, with others saying, without Steve's presence, something was lost. To be honest, uh, I felt without Steve, something was indeed missing. Close your eyes, spot on. Tom did a brilliant job. However, I think he is was very mindful he wasn't steep not that he was trying to be i've always found tom lets the songs do the talking when i've seen him live in the yo-yos and the lotus powerful songs that make you want to drive your cars really fast friday night square didn't maybe i was expecting too much but i just didn't feel the connection yes i sang along yes i cheered but it was like suddenly realizing that your christmas present the action man with gripping hands and eagle eyes wasn't the one with the sharp shooter head i enjoyed the gig not only to hear the professionals and see them, but to catch up with a wealth of friends who include Death Wish and one-time Howling Mad drummer and top tattooist Brad Sims and his good lady. Uh, he summed up my feelings with, it was like watching the super suckers covering the professionals. Would I see the professionals again live if the chance arose? Damn right, with or without Steve Jones. Until tomorrow, take it easy. <laughs>
Kirsten's never ever played London at all before. No one knows. I thought we were trying to go that kind of shit. You know, I've got a phone, pick it up. Yeah,